This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends. And you know, that includes my boy, Tortu. What up? What's poppin'? We got Hunt in the building, too. Here. There we go. Yes, there, 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 there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Tortu. Yeah. 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 Let's go. <laughs> I just saw it there. I was like, I gotta. Yeah, you gotta, gotta get in the mix. What's poppin', Hunt? How you feeling? How you I'm doing well. How's your summer feeling? We just started. It's a pretty good start. Yeah, it's nice to. I One of my favorite things about tournaments is bagging on day 1A and then just sitting there and watching the prize pool go up. Yeah, that's the best. So it's nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Sunday. What's what a like? sick brag, What's bro! Like? <laughs> you don't play tournaments that have more than day one these days. Bro, more I'm, than one day one. I am not playing tournaments anymore. What a <laughs> what a horrible experience that was. Uh, I've never felt so out of water. Like I'm playing the 25k. You mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like everybody's so fucking good, and I'm just like, man. Tournaments are hard. Oh, you know what well, you should do? You should play the gladiator we've because come a long then way you won't from think you saying that. tournaments are not poker. <laughs> like. Over and over again. Oh, I still don't know if they're poker, but (laughs) they're a game that I'm not good at. That's for sure. Stop stop playing 25Ks and play 300s, and you'll think you're good at tournament poker again. Uh, The thing is with the 300s... Feeling like I have an edge in something that like is just a speed run is also yeah. not something I'm really all that interested in. I, I like that tournaments are a, a poker speed run. You just mm-hmm. got to speed run poker, and then yeah. the, it ends with playing high stakes. Like it's a speed run of an entire poker career. That, that's kind of true, especially like if you just rip one off, you kind of get uh, mm-hmm. escalated up. You level up, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, I was talking to Alexander. I'm not gonna. You, you pronounce his last name? William Ye, I believe. <laughs> William Ye. William Ye. Yeah, man, that is that is a lot of. You talking about Alex V? Yeah, Alex V. Alex yeah, V. I'm exactly. calling him Alex V, but congrats. <laughs> congrats, 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 congrats man. Won the 25k bracelet. Uh, I was talking to him yesterday, and he was just. So he comes from a cash game background. He was a part of the Poker Detox stable originally. That's how I met him, and he messaged me uh, after I like congratulated him or whatever. He was. I, I meant to message you back before I won the bracelet that I actually think tournaments are easier than cash. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he just yeah. ripped one off for 1.2 million. And I just so. replied, I think we're both pretty biased based on results. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of, course. of course. Yeah, if you if you were sitting here on on two or three bracelets from those final tables, then you might be thinking of it differently. Maybe, yeah, I don't know, man. A lot's changed. At one point in time, I very much enjoyed tournaments and thought they were easy. Mm-hmm. That is no longer the case. They are certainly uh, an art form that I'm not very well versed in. Well, you know, we, we have this thing called the MTT Academy, but you, you weren't here for much of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 uh, the, the latter half, I was definitely as sick as I've been in a long time. Oh, really? That bad? Uh, it was bad. I, yeah. So, Jamin just tested positive for COVID. I think that there's a chance that I may have had it. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. But I, again, like, we're so far into the COVID evolution now that, like, I don't think it's very distinguishable between the regular flu. Right. Yeah. And I just know that I haven't thrown up since I was 19. Mm-hmm. That was as close as I've come to vomiting in, in 20 years. I really willed it down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I wanted to puke, I could have puked. So, yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It didn't sound like you had. COVID symptoms, but I guess COVID's weird. Well, who knows? I was nauseous. I had a fever. I had a headache. Fever? Yeah, Yeah. I was like one or two and a half. Yeah. 
but it all passed in 24 hours. Well, you were, you were there for most of those first couple days. You got the early stages strategy. <laughs> I got right, the yeah. things I didn't need. I need briefing. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what to do when you're in the money and you have 30 big blinds. Like these are my weak points. We got to get you the 30 big blind yeah. account. I'll send. I'll send you the recording. Thank you. Yeah. It was very funny. I uh, day one or day two, you were you were talking to the class and you were like. Now, I know 30 big blinds is where something that you guys uniformly struggle with. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself, like, why? That's such an easy stack to play. We just see flops. We, <laughs> you know, we play well post. Like, you, you try to play all in pot. And then I realized why. It's because whenever you're against a bunch of good players, you're just supposed to be all in pre-flop some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and that thought doesn't even cross my mind. Yep. Yeah. So we're like, just willing to take them to the streets, even with, like... Way few, way too few chips. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I I prevented myself from busting. I think at one point where I had twenty seven big blinds, and the cutoff opened, and he was the only fish at our table, mm -hmm. and I king queen off on the button, and I was just like, well, I know in cash this flat sometimes, and jamming here just really seems to suck, especially yeah. because like this guy hasn't played a fucking hand. We're at a killer table. Like I got Stevie to my left, I have Danny to my right. Like this guy's probably opening pretty tight. I'm just not gonna jam. So I call and it comes ace high and he bets like, you know, half pot or some shit like that. And I'm just like, okay, like I'm, I, I think I faded one. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think. I mean, that hand flats a lot in that kind of formation as well. Anyway. So. Yeah. Just, you know, good hands that don't play well after the flop and you have thirty blinds. Try to get it all in. I think our clarification of what good hands are is mm. is the issue because <laughs> like queen ten off to me is a good hand. It doesn't play all that well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the, the cheat code for, for that kind of stack size is the hands that jam are going to usually be hands that want to fold out one pip higher. Yeah. So like... Like ace-10. Yeah, or like jack. the... They're, it's going to be the suited version of a hand that wants to fold out the offsuit version one pip higher. When you have right? a yeah. queen jack suited and you want to fold out exactly. king queen so off. So like when, yeah. when, you, when you're ripping queen jack suited, it's because king queen off is folding. Right. When you're ripping jack 10 suited, it's because ace jack off, king jack off, all that stuff is, is folding. You know? yeah. And then sometimes like you're ripping threes because fives and fours are folding. But you're not ripping fives because sixes is never folding. Right, right. Weird <laughs> shit like that. You yeah. Know? yeah, I jammed ace 10 suited versus... Uh, hijack versus low jack for 20 mm -hmm. and i just thought it was like super standard layup mm -hmm. uh and then i looked and actually mixes yeah <laughs> right yeah I'm like fuck and then there's even like it depends on what what kind of strategy you want to have once you get shallower but there's there's weird shit man like there's a lot of like mixing of tiny three bets with just aces and then ace blocker bluffs and nothing else yeah, at yeah. certain stack sizes there's, yeah. there's a lot of weird stuff but it's uh, yeah it's like fun. in that same spot i would have just jammed ace 10 off the same mm -hmm. and it's like not, not not a jam. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, not a jam at all. Like, all right, I'm like one pip too wide in pretty much all spots. Yeah. Uh, we have a fun episode for you guys today. We're going to have to get through it in a timely manner because we have a big giveaway to all of our members uh, of the YouTube channel. So big shout out to everybody who's been a member thus far. Uh, and anybody who wants to join membership, you can click the link in the description below. But we're going to be giving away not one, but two tag team partnership free rolls to the yeah. WSOP mm -hmm. tag team event this year. Uh, we are joined in studio by Matt Hunt, as, as Conrad introduced. So he will be one of the partners that you're vying for. The second being the one and only Mr. El Guapo. El Guapo! Wait, so it's a free roll for their partners? It's a free roll for everybody, yeah. My guy has to pay a 1000 <laughs> or, or one. I mean, I'm not putting the onus on you. The company's free rolling all of you idiots. Oh, no, that's cool. They still got to pay a thousand. You're, okay. Conrad's <laughs> out. We're not giving away his seat. 
Nobody wants the torches. My, by the way, I think the company should get half. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll be doing that in the second half of the show. Uh, prior, uh, we will also um, be giving away uh, some prime tickets to anybody who's in a qualifying uh, territory. So the WPT Global Prime Championship is currently running on their site. It's a 10-flight starting day, $1,000 buy-in. Um, we're going to be giving away five tickets to anybody who's in a qualifying territory that, let me get this correct, sends a screenshot to the only uh, I almost said OnlyFans. <laughs> to the OnlyFriends Twitter account with uh oh sorry uh you have to deposit 500 dollars or more that's what it is so you can click on the link in the description below uh in our in our description use sign up code berkey and send us a screenshot showing that you deposited 500 dollars or more and you will qualify to win a 1k prime ticket first come first serve the first five people to do it will win the uh additional prime ticket so all you have to do is deposit 500 dollars uh with sign up code berkey and b-e-r-k-e-y <laughs> that's right so many people don't know how to spell your name that, that is fair it's, how, it's how often amazing. do you get called Google berkeley it. uh berkeley far less now okay but a lot throughout a lot of people use a u life. in there they don't put two yeah. e's yeah, the the I, lack of two E's is the most so common. Many, so many different ways. That yeah. and the U, the the B U R K. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we also have a Nightbot, uh, a Nightbot code for this. What is it? Hashtag Conrad. Hashtag knows. Global. Hashtag WPT sign up. Okay. Yeah. So you can just follow the hashtag WPT sign up link in the chat. Also, if you want. Um, so anybody in a qualifying territory, $500 dep uh, deposit, send a screenshot to the only friends Twitter account and the first five who win will get a $1,000 prime championship ticket. Boom. Done and done. All right. Just give it all away, baby. That's right. Shout out to the guy that said, this is my wife's boyfriend's favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Man>. painful. <laughs> Hey man, don't judge their life. I'm not judging his life, you know. Speaking of lifestyle, please, uh, please tell me you guys saw the Bonomo tweet yesterday. Oh my oh, god, you are amazing! <laughs> he's absolutely right? amazing. I think Bonomo he 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 knows how people perceive him, and he's very good at trolling people based on that. Well, I think mm -hmm. he's both serious and trolling. For I, his I think he's trolling. Wait, what do you mean? You think he doesn't think that every guy should suck a dick? I, I don't think, think he thinks I'm that. I'm 99% sure he's trolling. Okay. He's trolling. Of I'm 100% sure he's trolling to get <laughs> to get homophobes riled up. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm yeah, also 100% yeah, yeah. sure he believes that it's reasonable for guys to suck a dick, and I think that's fine. I, I think the former, not the latter. I think the former, too. But, you know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to think. <laughs> it was so amazing. It was so out of left field. Like, you don't expect, like... I can promise you this. I was dying when I read that shit. I can promise you this. It's the absolute. It's it's gold. It's the thread that keeps on giving. Josh Aria quote tweeted it. I was about to bring that up. Yeah. He goes, for anybody looking to scratch this off the bucket list, I'm at table 179. So good. In, in typical glance fashion, he goes, do you have any suggestions for Black History Month? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, 
this you can't make it's this shit up. Amazing, man. Um, has gotten really good at Twitter in like the last month and a half. That video that he did uh, about Will Jaffe. Yeah, the was, tough combo for Will. Was fucking great. I feel like that's incredible. There's only only two tweets I've seen from him in the last two months. That's why. That's how you right. get really good at Twitter. Yeah, yeah he's doing yeah. good. You, you schedule memes around like <laughs> your absolute best stuff. Right. Yeah. And you just you just only tweet when you know it's a banger. Yeah. You know? Like mm -hmm. you just don't tweet the mediocre stuff. Yeah, yeah. You stop having conversations with eggs. Yeah. That's that's really the. Don't talk to eggs. That should be like rule number one of Twitter. Honestly, don't talk to eggs. Do you know who I blame for a lot of my interactions with uh, random people who have like one follower? Scott Van Pelt. He's, he a, he's a sportscaster for. Oh, right. He's like the biggest sportscaster on ESPN. Okay. And he was just notorious for getting in like day long fights. With random strangers that, on Twitter. That always, I always find that hilarious when someone who has like a massive Twitter following just gets into like a completely pointless debate that makes them look stupid with some completely random person. It's I mean, the thing funny. is, uh, the thing is, like, he would often be coming from the side of like, he's very, very right. And yeah. anybody on the, on the outside looking in knows that. Yeah. But also, like, you're, <laughs> you're at a shouting match right now. Right. With, with a guy who has a fake bored ape as his fucking profile <laughs> yeah. picture and three followers. Yeah, you don't need to convince these people, and you know? And you most likely never will anyway. And not yeah. only that, he's just, this guy is just having fun fucking with you. Nah, no, nah, man. That, that, that part I don't believe to be true. What? Like, the people who have, like, no followers that are just, like, straight burner accounts or whatever... Everyone says like, oh, they're doing it to get your goat and like, you know, they're, they're just, they're out here just trolling or whatever. It's like 10% that no, it's 90% believe... they want the interaction. Listen, yeah. they want the interaction, but once you respond, that's when it comes like. No, because you're implying that there's a, a strategy there. They're just digging into their side. Like there well, are people who are just like strategy, dead wrong. It's the human element. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. feeding off of the validation they get from you paying attention to them. Yeah. Yeah, it's and also it's just one of those things where Twitter in itself is divisive. So it's like once you take a stance yeah. and somebody says, I have the other stance, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, neither of us are about to budge for the next yeah. four hours. <laughs> right. And I'm going to spend a lot of time trying to give it. I learned this very early, I think, in, in arguing um, whenever the vegan versus meat debate would come up. Oh, yeah. And it's just like you just watch two sides spend a bunch of time throwing nonsense studies at one another that have almost no validity on mm -hmm. either side. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's just like a never ending back and forth where it's like when the dust settles, neither one of you have moved one pip. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, there, there are so many instances where it's like you're not going to change somebody's mind. Like if somebody's if somebody has decided a big part of their life based on the fact that they do or don't want to eat meat or whatever like a twitter conversation isn't going to have that make them come to some kind of epiphany that their life needs to be completely different yeah right. it's just not going yeah. to happen it's the same thing as you know political stuff yeah, being on the course. right being on the left and the right like no there guys are in your camps and nobody's moving yeah yeah, yeah i think that's true uh well there's going to be a couple camps on this hand that we want to get down to discussing so i i thought that this was a worthy one to bring up um, not because the hand itself is super interesting. Don't get me wrong, it is. It's, it's a million dollar bluff or a million dollar pot um, that is ultimately a bluff. And that in of itself is usually a recipe for uh, an interesting hand worthy of dissection. Um, but otherwise, I probably would have like glossed over it just because the rest of the, the game itself ended up amplifying so much more. You know what I mean? Like we ended up having a $3 million pot, a $2 million pot. This ends up being like the fourth or fifth biggest pot of the night. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, you know, kind of buried beneath uh, the other ones, especially like <laughs> Doug gets one up in the bluffing category very shortly thereafter. Whenever my man 
LFG whatever goes Hank. after it. Hank, yeah. Just like gets after it with the ace jack. Which yeah. uh don't ever forget Hank's name again, my bad, all right? Man. My this bad. guy's a legend. My bad. Um, before we get into this one, we don't have to go deep into the strategy thought, but what did you think about uh, Hank's choice to, to bluff there with the ace-jack? This is the, just to refresh me, he has the ace-jack of diamonds. And he has ace-jack of diamonds, three-bet yeah. pot, uh, Doug bet, bet, bets on uh, queen, four, three, yeah. eight, backdoor diamonds, nine. nine brick. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like basically the best bluff, or it's like one of the best bluffs to have because that was my initial knee-jerk yeah. reaction i i've changed my mind a lot oh, since okay then. interesting so what what other bluffs do you think are better then so i think that uh analyze so the the key to this hand we spoke about it a little bit i think on monday or tuesday the key to this hand is the depth right mm -hmm. so on the end they are uh, i think like nine hundred thousand effective and there's like 275 in the pot so they're yeah. still like three spr right um in a just simple three bet pot mm -hmm. playing 501k so effectively you know they're playing something in the neighborhood of uh, you know technically they're playing like uh 12 or 1300 big blinds effective but and, and we'll get into this discussion when we talk about the 5-4 but whenever you change it or alter it based off the ante it's probably somewhere around the 700 big blind effective range um but that's crazy deep yeah. right mm -hmm. So, uh, in this bet, bet, bet line, the, the issue that I think we run into when we bluff here is that set blocking is infinitely more important than straight yeah. blocking uh, because you're not repping a straight with the jam. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I was just basing it off of the, the main combo of a straight that exists in range is jack 10 of diamonds. So, having the jack of diamonds feels good. Right. Um, but um, I definitely agree that it's probably... I think whether or not we would rather have like a queen blocker or a blocker to aces kind of depends a little bit on which of the, do we think that pocket queens occasionally checks an earlier street at any point? Do we think that? How could it? It's in position. Oh, okay. It, well, he checked jammed. Position? Oh, he checked jammed. Yeah. Oh, I completely had the, I had the hand history wrong then. For some reason, I thought it was dug three bet out of position and then just bet, bet, bet out of position. <laughs> no. Okay. Very interesting. All right, so that, that does change my perception of it a little bit because I didn't watch the, the full yeah. stream. Yeah, um, yeah. Because, like, I, I mean, you know, whatever. You're right about the Jack-10 of diamonds, but mm -hmm. that hand actually should probably check oh, raise yeah, turn no, for sure. a I, fair amount. I think that um, when out of position, I definitely... I don't think I would even necessarily want to arrive at this spot with Ace-Jack of diamonds very often. Right. Just because it doesn't have enough showdown value to play check-call two streets. In this sort of a situation, I don't think. I think um, at this depth, though, you probably have to have some of those Broadway-ish type hands. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, though. On a queen-high board, where it's like uh, when Doug starts betting flop, mm -hmm. he's, he's not going to have... You're not going to dominate a lot of ace-x. Like, usually when you're floating hands like this, it's because you actually have the best hand mm -hmm. at a reasonable frequency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be a little bit trickier here. Be and, and when you do have... When you do have the best hand, it's because he has a hand like Jack-10 or a hand yeah. like... Uh, you know, maybe Jack Nine or something. Mm -hmm. You dominate it in the wrong right. kind of way because mm -hmm. those hands end up just being good bluffs for Doug. Yeah, and you never get to realize. Yeah, I I think looking at it as an out of position spot, you could make an argument for having hands like tens or jacks to bluff river. Mm -hmm. um, you could make an argument for. I'm just trying to remember the specifics of the board. Like uh, you, queen four three rainbow eight yeah. of diamonds nine brick. 
Okay, so you, yeah, you can make an argument for having like Queen Jack suited as a, a check jam bluff, but basically you. Um, people in the chat are saying Doug was in the small blind. <clears throat> oh, okay, and then I kind of. Okay, so then maybe I have it wrong. Oh, you might okay. have been right then. I was right. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, then I didn't that, realize that. Go look at it. But okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I think then if uh, what's his name, Hank? Yeah. Yeah. If Hank was in position, I think Ace Jack suited can't really take any other line than what yeah. he did up to the river. I and think then, that changes things a whole lot. And then on the river, I think Ace Jack of Diamonds becomes a very reasonable bluff candidate. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I didn't realize that Hank was in position. I think that changes things a lot because I think he, at this depth, he can be a lot wider. Correct. Hank yeah. was in the um, mm -hmm. hijack and Doug was in the small blind. Okay. 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 That's my bad. Uh, I was I, right. God damn it. Yeah. My, <laughs> my apologies. Uh, now, I, now I agree with you. I think it, it's probably one of the best lines because I don't think he has to be restricted to just Jack-10 of diamonds. Right. I think, I think he can float have the other, a lot wider. You can have the other Jack-10 combos possibly. Um, at least some of the time, yeah. Yeah, at least some frequency. He can also have stuff like... Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else. Like He can have some stuff that is like a backdoor that turned... Uh, turned an eight or something like mm -hmm. you can have some like nine x of diamonds that floats the flop i don't know how big the flop bet was but uh oh thank you that's really helpful i can actually see it now. um oh he, he can also have like some i guess i guess a hand like ace five of diamonds is not a great candidate here because we we want doug to have ace five right um yeah i mean anything that's like you can have me uh, ace three of diamonds could be okay uh, but the three's kind of well. Irrelevant. Here's a here's here's a better question. What are Doug bet? What are Doug's bet calls? Yeah, I mean it's basically just like Jack Ten and Queens, right? Like it can't really be much else other than just his aces and kings mixing. Um, he, I mean he might have some eights at some frequency. He probably doesn't have very much like Queen Nine suited or anything like that. So yeah, I think he definitely has eights. Uh. All right, well, yeah, I would imagine he has eight. I guess he probably does have eight. Assuming he bet small on the flop, which I imagine he did. Yeah, um, um, and because I, I, I guess in, a, in an ante game, they were playing with a pretty big ante, right? Yeah. Because I'm trying to figure out, like... The ante was variable. It kept, it kept like, going up. Okay. <laughs> but it started, I think, at 3K or 2K ante. So I think it was, like, 501K okay. with the 2K ante, and then it became 3K and then 4K and then 5K by the end of the night. Okay, so I was... Because I was trying to figure out what... Because the anti size is going to drastically affect. Yeah, so Doug's in this in this instance, range. it was a three K anti. Okay, so yeah, that definitely makes it kind of interesting because Doug now is going to have a lot of, or at least theoretically, he's going to have a lot of small blind calls Correct. with a big anti like that. Right. Which, I, I mean, I've never studied a spot with a huge anti of that nature, so it's it's hard to say exactly how that would affect the distribution of his small blind three bet range. But I would imagine maybe there is some queen nine suited in there. There might even be some queen eight suited in there. There might be, I, I don't think he bets turn that often with 8-9 suited. Um, obviously, there's unlikely to be any like 4-3 suited or whatever, but um, I think Doug's, it, it's kind of a big enough spot where it feels like if Doug only bet calls River with two pair plus in, in pure, and then his aces and kings mix depending on combos, uh, which uh, based on his response, it seems like that's what he was doing. Yeah. Um, that feels like it's, it, it, it's pretty reasonable for for him yeah i think his exact combo is probably a pretty good call off unblocking the ace of diamonds because i do think that um you know hank in position here probably does arrive with a fair amount of ace high diamond floats 
and uh, can't fold up flush draws on the turn, obviously. Yeah. Um, they might not all turn into river bluffs, but uh, you know, if he has a hand like ace three of diamonds, a hand like ace five, like you mentioned, uh, ace 10, ace jack, these could all be reasonable jams. I think, I think the same thing holds true for like queen jack, queen 10. These hands probably don't bluff catch all that well. Yeah. Because Doug probably is never, uh, oh, sorry. I, I almost said he's never bluffing that. That wasn't what I meant. You don't want to, um, you don't want to block, but you block what yeah. he's bluffing with. You don't want right? to block a jack or a 10. Right. Like it's it's weird, right? Because you on on some level you want to have a jack or a ten to block jack ten, but you also don't want to have a jack or a ten because you want Doug to have a hand like ace jack or ace ten. Right. So it's like a weird neutralizing effect. Well, I think I think you just give and take, right? So yeah. it's like if you can block top set, mm -hmm. then you give up the exchange that he has yeah. jack ten half, you know, two right. combos right. or some exactly. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. It, there's there's a lot of obviously uh, at this kind of depth card removal becomes just a massive massive factor in right. choosing these these combos you know and the the mind fuck of it all is is like when you have a certain combo your frequency for doing a certain thing on the like your whole range is going to look very different depending on what combo you possess at a specific moment like yeah your your range is going to play differently yeah i think river for him is like pretty close mm -hmm. uh even before betting I, I think it's like a pretty close um like I think it's I think it's I think the river decision to bet is very close. I I, I feel like his hand probably could block an awful lot, um, just based off the fact that the target you're shooting at is incredibly narrow. Yeah, you know, he, uh, Hank is just going to have like a lot of misses. He's going to have a lot of five six. He's going to have a lot of ace highs. He's going to have a lot of um, these hands that just miss, and then he's going to have some like really weak queen stuff. Yeah, you block ace queen. That's like the biggest thing, um, and. I don't think, like, basically, I think it's greedy to go for 75% there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're shooting at too narrow of a target when you get jammed on, you're in hell. Yeah, I think the, uh, it, it sort of is reliant on Hank being able to make a lot of bluff catches with one pair there. And right. it just seems... Which is viable. I mean, I mean we yeah. didn't know anything about the guy. He easily could have been a recreational. Sure, yeah. But I feel like when we, when we double block ace-queen, obviously yeah. that becomes much less likely. Yeah. We're, we're relying on him being able to make calls with king-queen, queen-jack, stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like kings in the big size makes more sense. Yeah. I think, yeah, like, I think king so. queen is we unblock ace-queen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, I think that, that makes more sense as well. The only thing about block sizing on that river is a lot of the time, the spots where... I was just studying this actually for a, a GTO Wizard video I'm putting out like in a, but um, the spots where in a polarized line we then block river out of position are mostly spots where the river improves a lot of our bluffs so we no right. longer have a lot of air, right, right, of air course. in our range of course. so the, ni the 9 I feel like that still does leave enough air open for Doug that there's at least a good chunk of hands in his range that don't benefit from blocking right and I don't think there's. I also don't think there's a ton of stuff in Hank's range that's indifferent versus a block. I think if if the block comes in, a queen just always calls. Yeah. And I think there's <coughs> a, a decent chunk of hands there also that have a pretty trivial raise versus a block. Like anytime he has two pair plus, he can now just block. Correct. He can yeah. now just raise. Yeah. So like, I I don't know how the. But the that'll block... be true for any size, I think. Well, I yeah. I mean, I think there's there are probably some sizes out there where now. Like if Doug if Doug just jams River for example, well I mean obviously he can't raise. Can't but like, raise. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean jam, I didn't mean jam. Right, river, but if he but like, like over bets yeah, a pot, if, right? If Doug yeah. bets like one point three x pot or something, yeah. now the only hand that can raise is Jack Ten basically. So it, yeah, it, it, it that's becomes fair. it becomes like a 
it's definitely hard to, to see where the distribution of sizings is because obviously a big chunk of dogs range is over pairs and, and uh, ace queen. But at the same time, if we are, if we're starting to say that we think the over pairs or some portion of over pairs should check that river at some rate or, or that they can't necessarily polarize, then dogs range for betting that river becomes very heavy on primarily two pair plus and straights. And if that's the case, then maybe bigger than 75% does actually make sense now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a... That was kind of what I was alluding to sure, because yeah. at this depth, it becomes really challenging mm -hmm. and uh, your bluffs probably need the larger sizing. Uh, I can't imagine Queen X is really having... Well, you are facing a triple barrel on a three-bet pot mm -hmm. uh, for now effectively 200 big blinds on the end. So maybe like the weaker Queen X is pretty indifferent, but mm -hmm. you know, once you start to get to like King Queen Plus, yeah. it probably just does a lot of calling. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I, I think for the most part, the, the a, a pretty common trend here in situations like this in a three-bet pot is that you you'll often see that the majority of the bluff catches in, on the river in this kind of a line are going to be in the one pair region. Like they're going to be hands that if Doug is barreling off with ace king, they, they just have enough showdown battle, <coughs> right? So it's, it's natural that there's going to be that putting a strategy in place that puts the one pair in a nightmare bluff catching spot is, is pretty organic. But at, at the same time, like there's only a few combos of, of hands here that Doug has that, that go three streets in this way that are not two pair plus. So right. Like that, I, I does, like the more we talk about it, the more I feel like some kind of a, either a split or some kind of a strategy where Doug does have some over bets there uh, could make sense, but I'd be lying if I said I'd studied spots like this, you know? Yeah, no, of course. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, having played a fair amount of deep stack situations, I just know that you leave yourself pretty open to getting fucked uh or fucked on i guess in, in fucked, fucked on <laughs> on these particular runouts um and it really does just come down to what you view the capabilities mm -hmm. of your opposition to be so like yeah. when you deem somebody incapable you just feel really comfortable with the b75 here basically betting your hand for what it is yeah and you expect them to respond mm -hmm. poorly uh the issue becomes the second that they become capable in that yeah. moment you really start mm -hmm. dusting hard yeah. Because there's no preparation for a response. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's where this game gets most difficult, right? Where someone, someone, where you think you have a really clear idea of what someone is or isn't capable of, and then suddenly they pull something out of the bag that just doesn't seem to make any sense or doesn't seem to be yeah. within their arsenal, and now you have to reevaluate, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that was more than I wanted to talk about for that hand, but... <laughs> because it it's about have, to be time! No, it's not. You should have known with me oh, here, though. Man. No, it's much. not. I want to give away stuff. Um, <laughs> She's like a little kid. I just want to give away stuff. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like you don't even see kid. the thumbnail. <laughs> like, the whole thumbnail is the other hand we didn't talk about. Hmm. I want to give away stuff, though. Okay, we'll give away stuff, petulant well, child. What's, what's Relax. The other, what's the other hand we Jesus. didn't talk about? Uh, the, the, the big bluff that... Um, Doug Ram versus Durr. Oh, the, the five high against the full house? Yeah. We, we, did you want to talk more about Durr's decision? or? No, Durr's? Durr has no decision. I mean, uh, whatever. Like You can you can read into the river uh, a million different ways, mm -hmm. but uh, his hand is almost certain to be a pure jam. And the reasons not to are meta reasons, right? It could be he didn't have a reload. And the and, difference between you know going broke yeah. there right in that mm -hmm. spot when he gets cooled off versus kings versus making an extra you know f 
I don't know, whatever the, the, the percentage likelihood is yeah. that Doug has worse in calls. Um, it just wasn't worth the risk. Uh, it could be that he had a read. It could be that, uh, you know, who knows? There's a million reasons why, like, he just doesn't jam. Um, but it was pretty clear that, like, when he faced that river bet, it seemed like he was a little taken aback, like, mm -hmm. surprised yeah. to see that much money go in the middle. And uh, just seemed a little caught off guard. So, like, his decision, I think, is very trivial. Mm -hmm. He's never folding. Yeah, That's all that really no, matters. Right, yeah. um, I think Doug's line... When I first watched it, I was like, wow, this is really good. Uh, but now I think that there are a few factors that are worth considering. Depth most, most important, being the most important one. Um, so all of this kind of spurned from a tweet that Doug put out yesterday where he said that he was going to be making content on these videos and that uh, there were a few points he wanted to remind people. Number one, that with the big ante, it's not a 3,000 big blind pot. It's actually, you know, he basically equated it to the big blind being somewhere around $4,200. Um, and then number two, the stand-up game was on, mm -hmm. which means like a lot more stuff, like ranges are basically wider. Yeah. And uh, my response to that was that I think that's the improper way to look at how to size up depth here. Um, first, it, you, you can't convert the amount of money that's in the pot and then just split it up proportionally to the blinds because you're ignoring what the standard opening size is, right? If you think about the game that way, then playing 501k with, uh, I don't know what the ante was at that point. I think it was 3k still. Um, playing 501k with a 3k ante, you would effectively be opening for 12k, right? But the standard opening size was four. Yeah. So all that matters is stack to pot ratio when you go post flop yeah and in a single raise pot it's going to be somewhere around a hundred which means that the actual depth here is probably like a little over half of what their effective stacks are mm -hmm. so if their effective stacks are 1500 big blinds then uh you know when you're when you when you recalibrate for the ante for the large ante they're probably playing somewhere around eight 850, mm -hmm. 900 big blinds effective, right? Yeah. I think it's a reasonable way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. In a three-bet pot, again, all you need to know is like what the standard sizings are. I think in this 5-4 suited hand, it went 4K open, uh, 20K three-bet. So you're going to have something in the neighborhood of 45,000 in the middle, and they're going to be basically uh, 1.2 million behind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're looking at what, like a 30 SPR? So, you know, we, we can we can figure out or factor that out as far as like what what that means as far as depth goes. But um, at 100 big blinds, a standard three bet spot would be what? Somewhere in the neighborhood of five. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, definitely nowhere near 30. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to equate it. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Like, if it's if it's usually five, then you're about six times as deep. Right. Yeah. So, again, you're effectively like 600 big blinds. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that that's the way to look at it. Like you just average it out. You're probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like. Uh, half to 60% of the effective stacks of, of what you have in front of you, and you can just operate off of that metric moving forward. That's the depth that you're playing, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's the right way to, to analyze these situations as we go forward. Now, what we need to consider is like, when does it become a punt when you're effectively 700 big blinds deep uh, to just rocket it all in there with five high? Mm -hmm. um, and I guess that's the, the, the question we're trying to find the answer to. Yeah.
Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> what's funny is in theory, you're supposed to rocket it off with five high every now and again, you know, like in theory, like the, so this, this shows up at some frequency. I sure. Think the, um, Do you remember the, the line of the hand? Uh, free bet pot, the bet small, Doug calls, right? Doug check calls. Oh, what? He, He's in position though, right? Doug's Doug's in position. All right, I, I need I need this. <laughs> I need this it hand. It just showed small blind cutoff. Like it, yeah, Doug was small. Well, no, this is a different hand, right? No. Oh, okay, okay. Four. Doug is in the cut. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Doug is in the cutoff. Okay, yeah. yeah so so Doug, yeah, he floats. Doug raise calls five four. He floats the flop with back doors, and then it goes bet. Raise, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Before we get into this, we should talk about ranges, right? So yeah. uh, the other thing he was saying is that the stand up game's on, so he would expect ranges to be significantly yeah. wider. Um. I think it's worth noting that, like, at depth, ranges just naturally become more linear as you're putting in aggressive action. Yeah. So the stand-up game shouldn't really alter that too much when you're talking about two pros playing. Right. It just means there's a bit of an overlay in the pot, right? Right. Yeah. People just massively overcorrect, I think, thinking that, like, oh, the stand-up game's on and people are desperate to sit down. Right. So now all of a sudden, like, you know, king four off gets worked into the three-bet range. Yeah. And just really shouldn't. Yeah, you know, it's, it's mostly sure. a linear progression as you expand out, and then you can throw in some like polar shit here and there, like maybe an offsuit wheel ace or a, like a formation yeah. like this, maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. And then uh, it goes bet, raise, call in the turn, right? Yeah. So king seven deuce is that right? Well, uh, one spade, two diamonds. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of Doug's choice to float flip flop? Seems fine. I mean, with it's versus half pot. Oh, versus half pot. Yeah. Mm. Their uh, sizings were weird here. Yeah, I mean, Doug has a bunch of backdoors. Um, it's probably, like, really borderline. Yeah. And I, I think that it's probably better than some combos. Like, it might even be better than, like, the 8-9 of spades. Just Agree because, with that. Yeah. Uh, Does their depth well, matter? Does how deep they are matter? How often you're going to float there? The depth definitely, definitely matters. Right. I think uh, the, the other thing that, that's kind of noteworthy is that the backdoors that Doug does have are not as good as some others. Like, there's a little bit right. more in the way of reverse implied odds here when you have, like, the five high backdoor flush. Agreed. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's unlikely to be really bad, but it is a weird half pot sizing on that, on that flop. So. Yeah, I, I think there are a few things to consider to your point. One, uh, King X of Spades is real. <laughs> And, yep. and that's uh, not fun. Two, I think that, and I know this is uh, nitpicky, and I haven't looked at the sim, so I'm not sure how good my instincts are here, but I think 6-5 of spades is a notably better float than 5-4 mm -hmm. of spades, um, just based off of like the way that you get to try to take the pot away mm -hmm. as you improve. You can make open-enders a lot more often. You, you make open-enders a lot more often. They're to the nuts, mm -hmm. where like... You know, when 5-4 turns the 6, Dirk can very right. easily just have 8-9 of yeah, diamonds yeah, yeah, yeah. type of holdings. Uh, and that, or 9-10, yeah. which is even... That's like where the reverse implied odds come Yeah, 9-10 nine, nine, obviously becomes yeah. an even bigger problem uh, for us if like we just rip off a dirty 8. Um, so I, I think like both of those things are a bit of issues with 5-high. Also, I think that like when you're floating, you don't really want to have blocking... Uh, blocking power over the hands that you're trying to take away from, right? Which is going to be like the ace wheels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it it in general here you don't necessarily want to have a lot of low cards. Right. Right. 
Um, okay, so the float's probably a little bit marginal, especially versus half pot, I think. I think versus small, your your instincts are probably pretty good. Like, what are we going to do, man? We have yeah. three to a straight and three to a flush. We're probably calling. It actually frequency. wouldn't surprise me versus small here. Yeah, to be, might not even surprise me versus half pot, but the sim might want to raise this hand occasionally on flop. Like, mm -hmm. I think that playing no raises is probably fine, but it, it wouldn't shock me if there was, like, some 10% raise frequency here. With, uh, At this depth, like I would this. be very surprised if it was all pure no raise. Yeah, I oh so yeah, I thought you were gonna say the opposite, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, no, Th thirty SPR, I yeah, imagine. Yeah, there's got to be some raises. Specifically, yeah. king high, king yeah. high board, and that that was the next point I wanted to touch on. So, this is the other issue that I think we kind of run into when we we float this wide, is when we face a double barrel here, on a king high texture, it's really difficult. Like Tom's range carves out rather polar very quickly. Right, it's very difficult for like he doesn't have middling pairs anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so the turns is six of hearts, and Derek continues again for half pot. Now, to be fair, I, I think like it's pretty easy to understand this pot, or this sizing is very disincentivized mm -hmm. because it's trending towards uh, a pot controlly, greedy. I need value, but don't want to play a massively inflated pot yeah. it's very non-polar right it's a very linear sizing and kind of implies that uh it's a pay for showdown type of play yeah so i, th I think like it's very easy to read into that and say like okay like now's a good time to polarize myself because he's not very polar in the way that he is constructed at this point uh do you think that's a pretty fair assessment yeah um i i think that whenever you face like a non-polar type sizing in a spot where polar sizing makes more sense you start having the spot gets weird like there starts to be raises in a spot where there wouldn't usually be raises right know? um i think that the main question really here is is does a hand like five four function very well as a raise on this turn and mm -hmm. i think it's close i think a lot of the time with turn raises here you're going to prefer to have some blocking power as opposed to just drawing equity agreed um so like i would slightly prefer doug i mean i don't want to criticize doug too much because i feel like we're i don't want to feed into the the dynamic around doug over the last couple months but like i feel like it makes slightly more sense i think to have like a six suited like a six of no, you can't have clubs a six of spades might work like having that kind of hand having like the six five that floated the flop like yeah. raising that on turn yeah. is kind of good. Um, if you have like, yeah, it seems like six X of diamonds is a real choice here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also think like you have some, you probably have like some ace deuce that has like a a, a shitty pair that that blocks an ace that right. can raise there. I I don't love having that many draws here as the raises just because I think there's. There's a, a certain frequency here where you have some reverse implied odds here. I know 5-4, like when you turn a, when you river a three, it's pretty clean, but the three of diamonds isn't clean. Right. The eight of diamonds is not clean. And even the eight of the other suits, like you can be up against like nine, 10 of diamonds, eight or something like that. that yeah. That rivers yeah, yeah. Are straight. So like, it doesn't feel great having 5-4 of spades there to raise the turn, but it, it is plausible that Doug just kind of looked at it and said, well, this is supposed to be a polar spot. I'm going to have raises now that I probably shouldn't have, and we just kind of got a bit... At a very simple level, uh, we kind of have to be asking, like, well, what types of hands are, is Durr most likely to be making mistakes with yeah. 
that we can put two streets of pressure on, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I suppose that it is just the King X. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's the, the King Queens, the King Jack suited, yeah. King 10 suited, things like that. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a bold play. Yeah. Like when you make that decision in real time that uh, on this pretty innocuous board, I'm going to try to blow my opponent off of top pair. Yeah. You're, you're, you're making a decision right. for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny. I, I know you said you didn't want to spend too much time on this wrap it up in a minute but on river how much did doug bet on river he bet 420 into how much i think 289 I yeah want to say. okay so as weird as this sounds i almost feel like his river bet might not be big enough like mm. i almost i almost feel like on a board on, on a river that bricky i i don't know if he's actually putting king x in that much of an indifferent spot because a, right. a, like his value range is so so narrow here the six actually narrows it further yeah because it's just boats now like it's literally just boats right and it it, it also reduces uh some of those boats like seven right. six suited mm -hmm. is now reduced exactly so these paired boards like if you're going to be polar on a paired board where all the draws missed like this like 1.6x pot or whatever he went with may not be big enough like it's very possible he's supposed to bet like 700k there just all just in jam like it's very the, the, plausible yeah i think 700k would have been all in yeah uh so, yeah eight so 880k would have been all in okay so that's like 3x pot right mm -hmm. yeah i mean i honestly think that might be what he's supposed to do theoretically here i could see a world where that's the case um for sure yeah because like and that's the problem kind of dirt ran into of whether or not he should jam right mm -hmm. there's only would, one would derv still tanked if he shoved <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure yeah. right? i mean you know there there's only one combo of um seven six suited remaining there's only one combo of king six suited remaining so it becomes a bit tricky where you try to find the hands that are value right because he doesn't have kings deuces makes a lot of sense uh you're saying he could consider a fold there with seven no of course not of course That's not good. I mean, honestly, this spot's almost certain to be overbluffed, even at 300% pot, just due to the fact that, like, so many floats that could potentially raise turn have missed, diamonds have missed. Uh, I don't know, like, you know, where we're optimally choosing our bluffs from on the river on a board pair like that. Yeah, what's also weird about it is if Doug does bluff raise the turn with 6x, he now has value. Like, right. he, just, he just river trips, and so, like, the... It's possible that if he does have like a six of spades, like that just becomes part of the range that bets massive on that river mm. because it's still trying to put King X in, like make King X indifferent, right? It's the same sort of target. So it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting spot, but I-, I Doesn't that just, become a little problematic though when your opponent has Kings and sevens and full? Yeah, it might do. Like that, that's kind of where it gets to the point where it might, it, like you, when you run a sim, like it might want to now have two sizes for river. One, right. One size with six X. Yeah specifically six exactly. and a few bluffs and right then, and bluffs you can work around that yeah and then one size with maybe well, like, like some ace high bluffs right like yeah. an all-in size with with boats and then bl and bluffs right you know? so like it, it might want to split because you're deep enough that you can split right? you can have an all-in and like a pot size yeah 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 of course there's massive difference between those two yeah i don't know it's a it's a really interesting spot uh i i, f I find these deep stack situations like just endlessly fascinating because mm -hmm. The answers are either very unclear or very uncomfortable, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Uh, and in this situ situation, it's both. We're pretty unclear as to whether or not like each street was uh, was a little bit too loose or not. And then on top of that, 
it's very uncomfortable if the answer was to just be all in. Mm-hmm. That's a difficult fucking thing to run there. Yeah. If, if you just know that, like, okay, I'm supposed to 3x pot jam. I mean, it's hard enough to just run it with five high for 400k on the river, let alone right. to just, like, rip 3x pot for 700, 800k or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we're getting into the territory where it's like, I mean, people talked about the the other bluff that the guy ran with the ace king or whatever it's like this is the biggest bluff in the history of televised poker or whatever like yeah you're, you're getting up there if you're bluffing 800k all in on the river with five high you know yeah that's facts that's facts all right that was a fun one let's give away some shit yeah woo, woo, it's time conrad does want to give away some stuff all right we are now going to open up the giveaway to the members in the audience uh we're gonna do a live randomizer on nightbot that do you have it up and loaded I do have it up and loaded, but I do want to give you guys two more minutes. Remember, it's only for members only, so if you guys do want to sign up, yeah. uh, that up make and sure you join. Guapo's out there chilling. Do they need to um, say something in the chat? Uh, they do. They do so need to type your, uh, in the chat. El Wapo emotes or Everybody whatever. say hi. Yeah. 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 Anybody, yeah, anybody who's chatted in the last emotes. minute or something like do that. We have a, do we have a hunt? If you were emotes? to send a super I chat, I think that also works. <laughs> what? Yeah, Conrad. Yeah, I don't Conrad think it works greedy. that way. We need a hunt. Emote. I'll get one. Yeah. I'll get one up there. British flag or something. Also, guys, keep in mind things. that the event is what? June? Ooh. June 22nd. So this isn't room and board, guys. You guys have to be able to get out here. Um, yeah. And if you have Twitter, make sure your DMs are open so we can make this. Yeah. So what we're going to do possible. is we're going to pick a random member from the audience. We are going to send you a Zoom link on uh, hopefully Twitter. If not, we'll figure out another method. And from there, we're going to ask you a few questions about Mr. Hunt and Mr. Guapo to see uh, who you get to play with. Correct. Remember, if you're not green in our chat, you're not eligible. All right, Guapo, bring up the randomizer. Right. How many people we got in there? Looks like 70 eligible users. That's it? That's right now, 70. Man, only 70? There's 700 people watching. Well, no, there's only members. I understand. You're telling me only 10% of them are, are, are members? You guys better go on your fucking horses. 700 of them aren't. They should be. Oh, here we go. Now it's starting to climb. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. in the chat, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. guys got to be out there active. <clears throat> yeah. Who are we doing first, Matthew or Orin myself? Uh, let's do you first. All right, sounds good. You say when, boss. Roll it. Here we go. Winner is... Scotty Stone. Scotty, Scotty Stone. Stone. You are on the clock. Come on down. Wait, he came to an academy, didn't he? Scotty Stone? I don't think Hold so. On. I feel like Scotty is not a name I recall, but... Well, I'm calling like, him Scotty. I was going to say, he could have been Scott Stone. Scott Stone does sound we've, very We've familiar. had a lot of Scots. We've had a lot of Scots, Jeffs, and Brians. Yeah. So. Well, you know why? Why? Because those are white guys' names. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, is it because they're generic white people names? Yeah. All right, Scott. Uh, let us know what your social media is so we can send you over a Zoom link. All right. Looks like he saw already. All right. That's good. Good start. Good start. He's in. Lamana, how'd your first day go? First day of the tournaments? Yeah. Uh, not well. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> Second day, you, you didn't tortoise your same. way into day two. What's that? You didn't tortoise your way into. Day I didn't two? tortoise my way into day two. I, I'm out there firing, man. Twenty big blinds, I'm jamming deuces, which is absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was. Um, it would have been correct if the if the big blind wasn't even uh, gone. But the big blind was gone, and it went um, cut off opens, and I'm in a small blind. 
twenty blinds, deuces. Yep. All in. Yep. I hate those spots he so much. I hate the spots where the big blind is sitting out because I feel like you always expect that everybody knows. Right. That they're that, like, to okay, have the range is just going to open up. Ranges. Right. Yeah. And but then so people just show up with a hand. You're like, how the fuck do you actually have a hand this Guess time? Guess what he yeah. showed up with? Probably aces. Aces. Yeah. So stupid. Yep. No. It was aces. All right. Did you chat in it? Yeah, he's put it in. It sucks because Scott, I, give us your uh, your Twitter when you can. I uh, oh, the first sorry. the first bullet I busted with aces, and then the second bullet I busted against aces. Oh, that's Ouch. what I was doing, checking if it was the Ouch. person I thought it eh, was. You know, this is tournaments. Just like you said, you're gonna bust a lot when you play tournaments. You are gonna bust a lot. But you know, one of these bust. times, maybe tomorrow Massive we just run up a stack. It's a long summer. We gotta wait as well. Yeah, I was right, or at least this is who I thought it was. Said, Our yeah. was on my table in Venetian the other day. Was he? He tried to three-barrel me. He failed. That's true. Wow. I had a good hand. Limp's pot, way. blind on blind. Tried to triple off. Jesus. Um, What's funny, the guy who busted me... Can you uh, send was, me the link real quick? The guy who busted me was one. actually at my, my day one A table, too. Uh, what are the chances that we were at the same table? I played yeah. two tables so far, and that he was is, at, and he was at both of them, which is huh. uh, pretty wild considering there's been... I don't know, 4,000 runners in this thing already? Yeah. 5,000? This thing is going to be big, man. I, I, um, All right, I got it. I anticipate that we're going to get a day God, two that's check your, full of some pretty um, crazy action. Instagram. Mm -hmm. I All right. Send you a link. Before we, uh, or Scott, go ahead and check your IG. Conrad, send you a link. Let's run the, let's run the second one so that we don't have the, the latency. Sure. Uh, so while we're doing the trivia questions with Scott, we can work on getting the link out to the second person. So go ahead, fire something in the chat. If you're a member, we're going to give away the second opportunity. It will either be to uh, take the place of Scott's failed opportunity if he doesn't get the questions <laughs> right, or it'll be the second giveaway for Matt Hunt. All right, here we go. Who? Matthew Bedard? Better? Wow, Ma he was Mathieu. in here early, too. Let's Mathieu. go. Matthew. Right. That sounds French. I want to say it's Bedard. All right, Matthew Bedard. Uh, let us know what your social media is, and we will be contacting you while we uh, run this first trivia. Yep, and if you are French, uh, Matt Hunt is going to ask all the questions in French. I literally oh, could. <laughs> I, I could do that if you wanted, but French is good. I have a degree in French. There you go. That's how I can pronounce voyumier. Uh, yeah, I was say, yeah. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. That's, what, it, I, that's like, what I did so my, smooth, four, my four years in, in, uh, in yeah. college for, to be able to pronounce French poker players' names. Right. I have to tell you, we need it here. I uh, can't pronounce anything. Well, you're all American. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. Right. I can't pronounce anything. Yeah. Matthew, since we have a little bit of downtime, I yep. have a business opportunity for you. Okay. Oh. Are we going to the Tropicana? I would like to offer you 5% into the most underrated tournament poker player in the million dollar mystery it, bounty. Is it you? It is me. Oh, yeah. I'll take a five ball. <laughs> Beautiful. He wants to sell That's more if you want to take more. Yeah, I'll no, take no, no. <laughs> I want to keep a little bit of How myself. lucky are you? Uh, you know, okay. okay. I just, all I care about is plucking that fucking million, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, looks like Matthew's in the chat. Okay. Send us your socials, bud. Uh, any luck with Scott coming through on Zoom? Uh, nothing yet. You just saw it one minute ago. Scott, click that link. How are people like entering giveaways and then just like leaving and not, not paying attention like to whether they want well. or not? I don't think they leave. We see you, Matthew. We need your, we need your social media. I got Matthew. I know his Twitter handle. Okay. I've seen him around in the streets. I'm pretty sure it's just his name. 
Can you spell his last name for me? B-E-D-A-R-D. And also, I believe we have Scott I got online. All right. Hey, here he is. All right, let's roll with Scott. Yo, what's up? What what's up, Scott? Scott? What's going on? That's crazy. Oh, I gotta put my headphones on. Fuck. <laughs> I don't believe on? you. You ever attended an academy? Correct. No, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't. No, think so. I met you guys in uh, Texas. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, okay, in Austin. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was nice. Palm Oh, okay. I wasn't there yeah, for that one. Times. I think. Yes, nice. you were. No, not for Palm Social. No, he, nah. was, he was there for the one TCH. That, I was the one that was right before COVID. What? We got back and the whole world shut down. What a yep. fake manager. <laughs> How do you not come for the team trip to Austin, Texas? All right, I you did. know what? We got, some, we got some other shit we got to do. We got to give away yeah, some let's shit. Go. All right, Scott. We need you to get two out of three of these questions correct, and you will be teamed up for a free roll with in the tag Guapo. team event with El Guapo. Who goes first? Let's go. Go ahead. All right. What does Guapo get paid in? A. Bitcoin. <laughs> B. Cash. C. Tortillas. <laughs> or D. Condoms. Jesus Christ. Bitcoin. Is that your final answer? Yes. Dun, 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 dun. That oh, is incorrect, Scott. Scott you oh, have not man. watched this show in how long? Oh my god! That was if supposed there was to be. Layup, that that was, was I gave it. you the easiest layup, was, layup, Scott. That was the thousand dollar question for who wants to be a millionaire. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he's got. He still has a chance. Right. He still has a chance. Right, he's Scott, still in here. It is C tortillas. All right. I think he was taking that question too seriously. <laughs> I think he was. Right. All right. Burke, you're up. All right. We're, we're going to get you one to get you off the board. On the board? On, oh, the, on board. the board. Sorry. What does El Guapo mean? Guapo, can you give four choices? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go here. We're going to go on the fly. Is the answer A, the nitty one? B, the gambler? C, the handsome one, or D, none of the above. C, the handsome one. There Very you well go. Done, so you are <laughs> you go. That one's easy because he's so goddamn handsome. Just like you know, obviously. Look at him over there. All right, Guapo. Do you want to ask one? Sure. Let's go with. Uh, okay. Let me actually pull it up so I. This is it. This is this is for the up. for the all the tortillas. Rappo's looking in his phone for a question about himself. No, 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 I got it. I just want to make sure I do it right here. So prior to joining the Sulfur Y production team, Wapo did what for 20 years? A, owned and operated a small landscaping company here in Las Vegas and in Phoenix. B, was a corrections officer for the Clark County Detention Center. C, a bar manager and a bartender, or D, he was a professional two cent, five cent grinder on Poker Stars while living in Thailand. <laughs> you got this. Uh, you uh, can do this. I mean, think about it rationally. I, I already, well, I already got something that came to mind. Um, but can we pull the audience? Is that still an option? Like, I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell you what. I I will instead of pulling the audience, I will allow you to eliminate two wrong answers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So wait. So you had A landscaping company, B corrections officer, C bar manager, bartender, or D grinder. Okay. Do we eliminate for him? No, I, yeah, we I'm going to eliminate, eliminate for him. Okay. Okay. So he was not a professional two five cent grinder in Thailand. I'm so glad you eliminated that one. Don't you mess this up. Don't you mess. He was not a corrections officer there at Clark County. Thank you, sir. You <laughs> <laughs> think I don't know how this works? So, was he either a landscaper or a bartender? It's on you. <laughs> He's a landscaper. Is that, that is so racist, Scott? <laughs> I was just going to say, like, this, this question is a judgment of how stereotyped Guapo is. Oh, no. Unfortunately, he was a bartender. Oh, sorry, Scott. No. Yeah. The devil oh, is in the details. Man. Perhaps the Las Vegas Phoenix thing was a little harsh. <laughs> well, the whole tortilla thing, I was like, okay, maybe this one was okay. <laughs> maybe the theme, the theme was racist. Yeah. Oh, we do appreciate you, Scott. GG, sorry, Scott. All right, before we, before we bring Matthew in, uh, let's let's roll again. Yeah, since he'll now be vying for. I do El have Guapo. Jason mm -hmm. on the, uh, in the what does he call it? The batter circle. What? On deck. On deck on circle. Deck circle. Yeah. We already have uh, Jason on here. Oh, he already did. Is roll. it not? Sorry, Who? Bedard. Who's Matthew? Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, but we got to run. That's what I'm saying. Before we bring him in, one. let's let's roll another number. Just All so right. we have this no going. Get your get your chat up. Get, make sure we populate that uh, nightbot. Where are we at? How many we got in there? We need more questions now. Uh, 83 we'll, we'll eligible out. users. All right, roll it. I got. What's poppin', Matthew? I see you over there. Slan Slandur <laughs> Alexander. Oh, oh shit! Another reg. He A regular. He, nice. he said he was winning this too. All right. Uh, do you have his Twitter? Oh uh, yeah, I can figure it out. Okay, we're gonna send you the link on Twitter. <laughs> I just see him in there. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and get in Zoom. Let's bring in Matthew. Matthew. Yes. Matthew. Yo yo yo. What's okay. up? All right, let's we're go. Yeah, he's officially French. We yeah, we got you. you. So yeah, you can great. get here for June 22nd to be El Guapo's yeah. tag team partner. You for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, awesome. Now let's do this. All right. I got, I'll, I'll take the first one. No, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do all of them. Okay. I got this one. I got let's this. Go. All right. Do you watch the show? I kind of yeah yeah I do. Okay yeah, good. Most, most of them. Okay perfect. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna recall on your memory of uh when we were doing what were we doing at, what were we calling it when we were picking sports at the end of the week. Oh, uh, uh, weekend warriors. Weekend warriors. Okay, this is gonna draw yeah. upon your knowledge of weekend warriors. This is a good he's one. French yeah. doesn't know anything about all the sports in this country. That's okay. Uh, okay. If, if he watches watch weekend show. warriors, he's gonna know what Guapo likes. Yeah. Yep. If Guapo could watch only one sporting event for the rest of his life, what would it be? A. Women's mud wrestling. B. MMA. C. Soccer. Or D. Cornhole. Uh, I'll go with MMA. Yeah. Yes, yes that is right. correct. All right. Let's go. Weekend Warrior <laughs> Watcher. <laughs> so he just needs one more, right? Yeah. That is correct. All right, let's go. Let's go. Wait, okay. um, you can do mine. What, what's? I can't find his Twitter. Um, uh, Slander Alexander, can you put your Twitter in the? Or just DM the me. Chat? Just DM or me. DM Conrad would work. Okay. 
Where was Guapo born? A. L.A. B. Mexico City. C. Las Vegas. Or D. Pittsburgh. Fuck. Uh, I have to guess. I don't know. <laughs> you can eliminate uh, two wrong answers if you like. Yeah, please, please. Okay. Yeah. He was not born in L.A. Or he was not born in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. Good for you, Guapo. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mexico City or Vegas? Yeah. This is another racist uh, one. Uh, <laughs> just want to let you know. Let you know. Yeah. It's Maybe not make the mistake the other guy. It's quite a kind of point flip. I'll go with the with the Vegas. Yes, that is correct. He's a home native to Las Vegas, Nevada. Congratulations, buddy. We're going to take it down. You will be eating tortillas with my boy Guapo all day at the tag team event. I got to tell you, you're all sus. I was going to eliminate Mexico City and leave Pittsburgh or Vegas, and you guys go make me leave. Leave the the real choice. Everybody knows he wasn't born in Pittsburgh. Come on, man. We can't. We're all. No. We're all technically born in Pittsburgh. That's right. Yeah, no. Okay. No. Congratulations. Congratulations, Mateo. We'll see you out here yep. for the tag see team in a event. Weeks. Yeah. Uh, make sure we all get a group photo together. Yes. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll DM you or something. Yeah, we'll hit you up on we'll Twitter and give you all the details. Yeah, great. Thank you, guys. Awesome. All right, Congrats. Thank you, bud. Yep. Bye. All right. Oh, great. Hold on. Did he DM me? I didn't even say. You have one job, Conrad. Do it. It was to get us out of here before noon. Oh, fuck. Got nine minutes. Except. All right. He said it. He said, nervous as fuck, but ready to go. Oh, Let's go. Got it. Yeah, got I it. saw you. You said that this was yours. You said you were taking it down, and then you just get plucked. So now, you better be ready to answer no, some questions, my man. He got plucked with, uh, by far, in a way, the, our, the best tournament player that we got in the squad. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, Conrad. Sorry, yeah, Berkey. That's, that's sorry, me. Oh, sorry, Guapo. But it is just true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just I, run good. I actually cool. just run good. <laughs> Do we have a link sent? The link is sent, and we are waiting for him to jump in. All right. Him or her. It's pretty sure it's a him. Listen, man, I'm not getting canceled <laughs> over something, you know? We're already uh, getting canceled for everything. Nah, that we nah, just did nah, 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 that's fine. We're good to go. <laughs> All right, bring him in. Matt's also going to give you 30 free hours of coaching prior to <laughs> the event. What, no, is, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is popping? How What's are you? What's up? Hey, can you hear me? We got we you. Got you. you. Long time, first time. Yeah. Hey, guys. You, he does seem a little nervous. It's okay. Take are a deep breath. You're all right. Are you ready for this? Um. Yeah, I think so. All right. Oh, well, yeah. you're buying to be Matt Hunt's tag team partner. June 22nd. Let's get it popping. You got to get two out of three, and you have one chance to eliminate I, two I answers. Hoodie, by the way. Oh, oh let's, let's go. go. That right. should be just a correct answer right there. Yeah. We're, we're right. repping it at work. <laughs> I love right. it. Well, let's do this then. Where was Matt Hunt born? A. Korea. <laughs> B. Germany. C. United Kingdom. Or D. England. Oh, that, that's... That wait, 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 wait. Why would you just read off the question you somehow managed to... <laughs> I, so I, get, I gave Conrad this question. He made, know, he made I, up a bunch of answers that are not the ones I gave, but he I never looked at it. England is in the United Kingdom. I know, Kingdom. I know, I'm an exactly. idiot. Two, there are two correct answers there. Obviously, I'm not Korean. So, you know, that, well, let's just do a different question. I meant to say Wales. There we go. Pick a different question. <laughs> All right, fine. I, England. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> We're skipping that we one. Gave I, it away. Away. I fucked it up. We gave, we gave that one away. In which, in which of these countries has Hunt lived in? A, Turkey. B, Colombia. C, Indonesia. Or D, Morocco. Uh, that, that, that was a, this is going to be a hard one. one. Should, we, a should one. we eliminate two for that one? He can do yeah, whatever we... he wants. He has three questions. Like... Okay. I Give me those you. choices again. A, Turkey. B, Colombia. C, Indonesia. Or D, Morocco. Um, let's go with Indonesia. <laughs> I'm sorry. No the correct answer was Turkey. Yeah. Turkey. It's a tough one. You guys don't know me very well. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. I would have okay. gotten England right. You would have gotten England you right. Gotten yeah, England I right, fucked but that I up. I think I'm every sorry. single person on the planet would have gotten that right. Conrad, <laughs> Conrad, Conrad screwed the pooch there. All right. Matt Hunt was once a strapping young athlete. Which sport does Matt Hunt fancy himself a player in? Is it A, pickleball? B, Soccer, C, cricket, or D, football, American. <laughs> he still has the option to eliminate two. Yeah, yeah. Is that right? I can eliminate two. You can yep. eliminate two uh, wrong on this right. one or the All next right, one, whichever one you want. Let's roll that now. Let's eliminate two. Okay. I, I feel like I'm feeling like it's cricket, but okay. He did not. Consider himself an athlete in pickleball. He also does not play soccer recreationally very much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go with cricket. I assume that they don't play a lot of football in England. That is that correct. Is correct. Yeah, the funny part about that is, I thought you were sure you were gonna leave him with soccer and Just, cricket. Well, no, you should have. Yeah. Yeah. They were both right. For, for clarity, yeah, I've never considered myself an athlete in anything. I, <laughs> I just happen to play soccer and cricket recreationally, occasionally. You got, you got to roll with it, man. You got to roll with yeah. it. Yeah. All right. This is this is it. This is the bread and butter. All the marbles. This is what it all comes down to. And it's going to be a simple over-under. Matt Hunt's career tournament earnings. Mm. Over or under? This one, is live? live? Live. Live career tournament earnings. Over or under $1 million? Under. Correct. Correct. Let's go. That's, That's about to change, yeah. though, when you guys win the goddamn championship yeah, event. exactly. Wait, hold on. Is he, it? He, he knows it was like under because he knows yeah. that's what Doug made fun of me for. I know. I'm really yeah. sorry to do that to you, Matt. I wish it was over. <laughs> that's all right. Berkey's the one who did it to me by making up that question on the spot. <laughs> it'll, it'll be over once he plucks that million-dollar bounty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But we're going to fix that this weekend. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that's, that is a temporary under. Yeah, exactly. We that's are right. well on our way to being over. It's not a long-term situation. We're going to win this tag team thing. Congratulations. Wow. You are yeah, coming out. Thank you. Yeah. I hope you're ready for me to, well, it actually it depends on what else is going on around that time, but I hope you're ready for me to like, let you play most of it and then take over if we go deep. <laughs> I hope you're ready to be my coach. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I'm going to be a busy man this summer, so I, I can't guarantee he's, too much. He's just here for the pregame pep talk. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all he's looking for. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, all right, right well, congratulations. Uh, tell me once again how you actually pronounce your first name so I don't butcher it again. Uh, my name is Scott, actually. Oh, okay. Another Scott. Uh, it was slander. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know why. Slender Alexander. I fully expected you to be from like Eastern Europe. Whatever. <laughs> His real name was Slander. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm seeing it roll through yeah, the chat. I didn't even necessarily true. know if it was Slander. I mispronounce things because I look at everything this phonetically. Is, this is such a boomer thing as well. You can't assume that the name someone goes by on the internet is their real name. No, yeah. of course. But if I had, if I had it in front of me, I would have known it was a it was a um, a moniker or whatever. Yeah. But I just heard him say Slander, ah, so it could have right. been like S L A N. R, <laughs> right? It's Conrad. You know who knows what we're dealing with here. It's true. Uh, congratulations! You're going to be paired up with Matt Hunt for the tag team event. We're going to free roll you into that. So check your DMs. We're going to send you all of the information on. I believe it was Twitter. You contacted Conrad. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll send it over. All right. There. He's going to take care of you, and uh, we're going to see you. What June twenty second? Is that right? June twenty second. Uh, yep. We'll see all you right. then. All right. Let's all do right. It. Thanks, guys. Congratulations. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yep. All right, team. Thank you all so much, as always, for another fun week. Week one of the WSOP under our belts. We're going to be moving on to next week. We'll be back Monday, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. Ahead, how many How many more um, tag teams do we have? We have you. Is that it? Nah, no, homie. Oh, oh, yeah, you and Conrad. And Landon. Yeah. And Landon. Yeah. Should we do them all next Friday to give no. people time to no. get up? We don't give people time. Come on, man. It's the World Series. They'll find their way out here. (laughs) I'm just trying to help the people out, you know? We'll do two next week and then one the final week. Take off work and shit. It's a Friday or some shit like that. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? It's it's three weeks away. If we do not in two weeks, it won't be three weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> this guy does not know how time works. Yeah. You know, he does I not. didn't want to say it, but I'm like, all right. It'll, it'll still be six time. days away from the final one. I'm right. sure they'll figure right. it out if yeah, they want. Right. We got to get realize out they of work, here. But okay. It's it fine. time. None of us has bagged them. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mr. Hunt has a bag. Hunt, yes. One of us has. I just, I'm sorry. You will have a bag tonight. I'll have a bag tomorrow. One of us has a fucking day off today. Sunday and fucking... Wreck shit. Berkey, I'm Let's just go. gonna. I think I should just kidnap you, have you come down to the million dollar bounty, and we'll just. No, know. I'm going to Blajo. I gotta Berkey's get not gonna have a bag for oh. the rest of the. The, t- the time because he's not playing any more tournaments. He's just going to crush people at Bellagio and let's go. Yeah, I'll be at the Bellagio if anybody wants to swing by there. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Don't forget, if you're in a qualifying territory uh, for WPT Global, click the link below, sign up using code Berkey and deposit over $500. We'll give you a $1,000 prime ticket. All you have to do is screenshot that deposit, post it to the only friend's Twitter account, and we will get that over to you for the first five people who do so. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back Monday, 10.30 a.m. with all of the World Series coverage for the weekend, as well as uh, some other updates. I think we might even have a special guest on Monday. Oh, we we'll do. see you guys all then. Peace. Peace. Peace.